What up, Long Beach? Welcome back to the only podcast featuring Long Beach State Athletics Director Andy Fee. It is the LB Fee Show, and as always, it's hosted by the562.org, which is myself, JJ Fiddler, and to my right, Mike Garabasio. What's going on, everybody? LB Fee Show dropping every two weeks as we have been all year. This is our big basketball blowout episode. We'll be joined later on by Coach Dan Munson, Coach Jeff Kamen, the head coaches of the men's and women's programs here at Long Beach State. But first, Andy, welcome to the show. How are we doing, gentlemen? Doing well, doing well. How was your weekend? Uh, it was a lot of fun. We, we had a, a lot of events going on, and, and the fall season is in uh, full swing. New big weekend coming up, too. It's homecoming, the doubleheader, like Mike just mentioned. Um, 1 o'clock, I believe. Yeah, 1 o'clock and, uh, and 3.30 are the games on Saturday. And it's going to be inside this year, which is really cool. Yeah, a uh, 25th anniversary of the pyramid. So uh, we want to we want to celebrate this year's homecoming inside. Uh, we will have uh, Naples Rib Company, who's going to be serving food inside. And that yay, was going to be my first question. Yay. It's all about the food, right? <laughs> and then and then oh yeah yeah we're, we're going to watch uh, some oh, great be, basketball. Yeah, there'll be basketball games too. I guess. Yeah, you got you got to <laughs> you know feed the fire. But uh, Naples Rib Company, Dave Ursini is going to be uh, inside. Uh, fans can still purchase tickets and uh, combined package or a ticket and um, a food ticket um, by going to beachathleticfund.com or calling the box office at 562-985-4949. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Each college is going to have tabling inside. So you're going to be able to, if you're an alum and you're an engineering major, you can come back and, and, and see the dean of, of engineering. Um, we'll have lots of kids activities going on and, uh, it, what we really hope is we have people inside watching the women's game. Um, and as fans come to the men's game, they can, they can check out that women's game and get a little food. It's also going to be the first time they see these teams and both of the teams are kind of new. They look new. Obviously the men's team has 11 new players. We were just talking before the show about how that's kind of the rhythm here right now. A lot of teams are young. How do you stay patient with the coaches and the programs when, let's be honest, you had a lot of success very quickly when you got here? Yeah, you know, uh, many times these things work in cycles, and that, that's not just, um, you know, in college sports. But, you know, we're in a cycle right now where we had a lot of veteran teams, and, and obviously we had a lot of championships that went along with that. So right now we've got young teams, and I think we've got really good talent in those programs, but they're young, so sometimes young – Athletes need to learn how to win. And, um, you know, yesterday I was uh, over at the men's water polo match against Cal, and we lost by one goal in overtime. Right. And, I was uh, say six, six. I know. Was, I could almost hear the cheering, I think, from my house. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's, it's, you know, a young team. We only lose two seniors from, from that men's water polo program. So, you know, I think I feel really good about that program and many others moving forward. You have to be patient. That To answer your question, JJ, you have to be patient. Absolutely. Totally agree. We're going to run down this week at the beach. Already mentioned the basketball games. Women's soccer finished their season with a 1-1 tie against Hawaii. And what a great transition. Yeah, Alicia Laramie scores again. She's a sophomore. Part of a great sophomore class over there for Mauricio Ingrassi and that women's soccer team that's only going to get better the more experience they get. Well, and you guys are sitting on some extra – I'm assuming you're sitting on a budget surplus because all of these senior day celebrations are for, like, one person on every team, it feels like. I think the soccer team had two seniors. I mean, it's just, like, all the way around. That just seems like it's, the, it's that way on pretty much every team right now. So the women's volleyball team – actually does have a senior who like what were we saying she's the Aaron Kraft of Long Beach State yeah 
Haley Harward has been here forever. She's and been she had here a since the pyramid was built. Career <laughs> high 27 digs in one of their matches last week. Uh, in the process, she became the uh, fourth in school history with over 1,500 digs. That's a lot of defense. There's quite a lot of defense. And she's obviously, I think Haley's someone who's uh, starting to already get excited for the beat season. I think she's going to have a big year out there. But you talk about young talent. Uh, Cash Williams, Kashana Williams, has been balling for the women's volleyball team. They obviously don't have the record that they were hoping to at this point. But she's one of those players. On pretty much every team, there's a couple players that you and I are circling like, okay, well, they're coming back next year. Very excited to see how everyone grows around that player. Um, and, yeah, she's definitely one to watch. She's been on top of the conference kill list for basically the whole season, yeah. right? Yeah, because yes. they had that one big first weekend, so she's been on top of there. They're going to be at UC Irvine on Friday and at Cal State Fullerton on Saturday. Andy just mentioned the men's water polo team. Uh, tough loss to Cal, but they did pick up a win over UC San Diego last weekend, and they're going to be at number 5 Pepperdine this weekend. Cross country at the Big West Championships. Um, I believe, yeah, seniors, again. <laughs> yeah. Michael Simpson and uh, Alyssa Allen. Both the top finishers for Long Beach State at that event hosted by UC Riverside. That was a tough day to run. Yes, I was out there. And, um, Were you really? I was, I did was. Did you have an umbrella? or what? Um, that course is a brutal course as well. It, it is. It doesn't like necessarily look like it when you first get there, but let me tell you, that is uh, not a course that uh, – I would prefer to run unless I had to. No, hell no. Yeah. So you're just breathing dirt too. I mean, <laughs> not only yes. like that, but then we had the fires and everything. Yeah, oh it was it gosh. was a tough day to get out there. Uh, women's golf at Las Vegas Collegiate Showdown. We got to mention them because they finished third out of 18 teams in Las Vegas. Also, a great place to play golf. <laughs> yes, for sure. Yes. Other I'm things so you sure can the, do in Vegas sure too. Sure, the weather was the also golf great is in good. Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that women's tennis team is going to be at uh, CSUN for their fall tournament uh, this weekend, actually. Um, and all that coverage you're going to find at the website. The big news, though, the one that I mean, we just can't wait for basketball season finally starting this week. Uh, and as we get ready to bring on our coaches, we just wanted to remind Long Beach State fans about the 562.org and all the coverage we've been providing all season long. We've got a daily newsletter. We've got videos, previews, recaps, photos, live Twitter updates, interaction. Nice to have sports writers that cover your school. So be sure to go check out the 562.org. We're going to welcome on our first special guest, men's basketball coach Dan Munson. Coach, thanks for coming on the show. It's always good to be at the fee residence or the fee, you know. Does fee especially live in the when Barrett? Does Andy live in the Barrett? Is that what happens? Especially when he's your boss. Yeah. I, you know, when you ask me to come on the fee show, I say, yes, what time? Yes. When, when can I be there? Can I, should I be 10 minutes early or 20? I mean. Yeah. I know you don't hang out with us. It's only, is, we, have to, we have to use Andy as a, yeah. as a bully pulpit. You know, fee is paying my fees. So. <laughs> well, we just mentioned it. Season opener on Wednesday at UCLA and then homecoming on Saturday against San Diego. Coach, how's practice been going so far? I know you've got a lot of new faces, 11 new guys on this team. Yeah, yeah, and, and it's been going great. But, you know, uh, somebody asked me earlier today about uh, – you know, not, you know, uh, how much we had to replace. And I, I said, you know, it's really exciting because the fact of the matter is uh, the old faces didn't get it done. And that's no knock on them. It's, a, it's just a fact that, you know, we had, we had a group of guys for two, three, four years. And every year we were close, but uh, didn't, get over the, didn't get over the big hurdle and get to the tournament or, or win the league. So it's exciting to do it with some uh, new guys, with new optimism, with, you know, that – that uh, and give them a crack at it, and um, we've got a long ways to go. But 
uh, as I told him yesterday, we're going in the right direction. There's no question about it. It's just I want to hurry up. I want to have it. I want to have them there by Wednesday, and I'm not sure we're going to get. It's going to happen that quick. So 11 new players. Only uh, uh, Roger Kirk, who produces this show and is also your guys' sports information director, he put together the info. There's only four teams in the country with more new players than that. You you mentioned it. Maybe the talent level is higher, but they're new, right? So yeah. how do you kind of balance that as a coach where you've been around enough times that you can be impatient like that, but you also know that you know, it doesn't necessarily work that way, that on Wednesday they're ready to go and you know, beat UCLA on the road or something. How do you kind of manage the difference between what you want and what your experience with young players tells you? Well, you can ask my wife or my former players or, or these players. I, patience is my, my, my biggest strength. I mean, yes. I just I, – I don't ever get Your impatient. Kids, yeah, yes, my, my own media, kids. Yes, yeah. Right, yeah, officials. Uh, yeah. I, think, I think so. You know, we're playing right into my strength with this team. <laughs> um, it's, uh, it, it's a little voice in my head, you know, um, keep telling me, be patient. Uh, just there because, and you know what's made it easy, to be honest with you? These guys are working their tails off. They, they are, they want to be good. They're, um, it, it's funny, um, uh, I, I gave them the, the, the pre-Halloween speech on, on Thursday at practice. Hey, happy Halloween, and that's all you get. You don't get to be a, a regular student today. <laughs> You know, and because I know it's a big party day, we got a scrimmage tomorrow. Come to my house, and Darcy gives out the big candy bars. You can trick or treat our house, but you're not. Are you, you guys know, the big candy bar? We're family? big candy bar well, that's family. That's the biggest news we're going to yeah. break this entire show. Well, I'm not surprised. It, it's not a uh, it's not a secret in our neighborhood. We went through over almost 400 of them, and and, and and when one kid came for the third time, I'm like, Batman, you got to go find Robin. Okay, it's, this is. This is not working. Turn the mask around yeah. or, you know, change capes or something. Like, have some respect, you know. So, anyway, this is, uh, this is a great – so, uh, three, of them, three of them show up for trick-or-treat, and we're out of candy by then. It's, like, almost <laughs> 9 o'clock. They, the, 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 the college is just getting started. My neighborhood's closing down. That's great. And then, and then 15 minutes later, three more come over. And uh, so, I had six of them over there for, for Halloween. So, we're out of candy. So, Darcy's making cookies and feeding them and oh, man. got the chili going. So, uh uh, Colin Slater looks at me and he said, Coach, do we suck? Five, four, three, two. I said, no, we don't suck. <laughs> the new patient guy. And, and he said, well, you hesitated there. And I said, well, because we're not where we want to be right now. But I think, you know, it just shows, I guess, this, this long story. I, what I was meaning to say is these guys really care. And they right, really yeah. – they, they're really – uh, they don't have a lot of confidence right now uh, that they, they, they had maybe a month ago before it started uh, coming off of Costa Rica. We came back bubbling with confidence. Mm -hmm. And now, you know, the realities kind of hit them and, and the staff. It's like, whoa, this is not, you know, we, we are, I think, uh, have the pieces. But, but the puzzle, I, I told them at, at films on Saturday, you know, I said, look, we're like a band. And we have, we have good singers, okay? And we got our guitarist really knows – uh, you know how to play the guitar, but he's playing a different song than the than the singers right now. And the drummer is is drumming drumming as hard as he can, but he's 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 playing he's playing the third set when he should be playing the first set. <laughs> we just need to get the band, you know, in in harmony. And yeah. it's 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 really uh, it's really uh, interesting dynamic, but it's it's a fun puzzle to put together right now as a coaching staff and as a coach. We we've enjoyed this group, uh, and uh, I just. Uh, I thought I thought we would be a little more ready. This this preseason is going to be pretty. It's always daunting for yeah. our teams, 
but to keep these guys' heads up, you know, when they're worried about at, at Halloween, when they haven't played a game, how good they are. Right. I'm, wor- I'm worried about how they're going to be two weeks from now. When that song does finally play, what's it going to sound like? What at this team's best are they going to look like? You guys going to be defensive team, you know, different 15 point score every night. Yeah, it's going to, it's going to have to be both those things. It, this is uh I think we're ahead defensively of where we've been in the last three or four years. So, you know, uh, I think that's we have length and we have some guys that really care on that end that are uh, give us a lot of. Uh, but but scoring is 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 an issue for us right now. We we're really struggling uh, to know you know because again they're thinking so much. I think I think if we could uh, you know put something in their brain to just monitor what's going through there, I think we would all just be going. You know that's overloaded right now. We can't. We got to get some of that 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 clutter out of their minds. I met with every kid individually uh, yesterday, just uh, at, at study hall. Just just hey, you know, talk to me. What? Wh- how, how are you feeling? You know, just calm it down. And and uh, so uh, you know, I think I think it's going to be interesting to see when it slows down how what kind of offensive team we are. But as I told them, in the meantime, let's just keep playing defense. Do not. Do not quit, quit on that, you know. And, and rebounding concerns me because we're not very physical, you know, just, uh, uh, just our body types. Mm. So Saturday coming up, homecoming, we've talked with Andy on the last couple episodes about how kind of unique it is that this school has a, a big homecoming celebration they put on for basketball instead of football. Um, your guys' opponent is San Diego, very good team. Uh, I told Andy, I, I like I want you guys playing like NAIA schools on homecoming. Like I want to dunk like layup line. And so he do said, I. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and he said, your guys' fans want a really good marquee game. I said, well, why don't you just want to watch the kids dunk all over everyone? Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah homecoming. I mean, homecoming is supposed to be home, everybody. You know, we're all ha- festive, happy. You know, right. we're not I, we're not supposed to be working hard out there. Right. <laughs> <laughs> And and every fan wants that until you get beat, and then That's it's like, right, oh, yeah. this is the worst homecoming ever. So, yeah. uh, my 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 first homecoming game here was against Weber State, and uh, we were down and that. Damon Lillard, and we're yeah. down like twenty two and a half or something, and just turned it into a absolute pressing frenzy, kind of like the <laughs> Hawaii game in the tournament last year, and and we luck out and win in overtime, and we're walking off, and and one of the fans, and it's my like we're still like this team, you know, yeah. work in progress. It's my uh, all new guys that second year, and we're walking off, and a fan yells, "You barely can beat Weber State. You don't even, you know, they're not even Division One." I'm like, okay, this is, <laughs> this is, I mean. I mean, this is crazy. I mean, I, I'm, I'm going to go. I'm going to start. That's, that's why I'm right. like, we're going to go play Duke. We're going to play. <laughs> at least if we lose, people know who they are. You know, I mean, I mean, Weber State had a great basketball team that year. And, you know, an, okay NBA All-Star. Yeah, right. NBA All-Star running around out there. And my fans are heckling me. for. <laughs> so if they don't know if, if Weber State's uh, Division One, maybe they won't know that uh, Hawaii Hilo I, counts as, I mean, right. Uh, right. I, I actually BYU Hawaii is my favorite because you get two wins: one for beating BYU and one for beating Hawaii. So, speaking of travel, you guys went on that international trip you mentioned to Costa Rica. You had never taken a team on an international trip before. Did you guys get out of it what you thought you would? Well, that's not entirely accurate. I, I took one in about 22 years ago to from oh, Minnesota, right. and it was a horrible experience. And that's why I hadn't done it since. I was like. 
No, no, and and uh, and Andy just uh, was awesome because he didn't tell me. You know, he just advised me he just as a good boss would. He's like, well, maybe think about it. He said. He said, you know, this would be the year if you're going to do it because you have so many new faces. Mm -hmm. And when he said that, it really clicked that 22 years ago, you couldn't take in in newcomers. It had to be right. people that, 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 that were in your program that were uh, – uh, you couldn't bring in – freshmen couldn't play. Mm -hmm. uh, red shirts couldn't – they had to be players that played the year before. And so, and, uh, you know, that just changed the whole uh, landscape of, of the trip, and the right. trip was phenomenal. Uh, uh, if, if we do have success this year, it started there. There's no question about it. That always seemed like one of the sillier NCAA stipulations to me. I was like, wouldn't you want the new players to get the trip together? You know, but it was. They had to be in the program for a year or something before you could take them somewhere, right? Yeah, I'm, I, don't, I don't, you know, there's there's all kinds of NCAA rules that, that you, you don't really know why they are. <laughs> but but as long as we're in the NCAA, yeah, right. we're going to uh, – we're going to abide by them because, you know, we'd like to go to their tournament one of these days. <laughs> so, we, uh, speaking of NCAA regulations, obviously NCAA moves uh, since our last show to adopt some of the things that California had put forward as far as allowing uh, players to profit off their likeness, things like that. We've talked with Andy about seeing this as maybe almost in the long term, a, a, in my opinion, kind of a good thing for mid-majors where maybe you actually create more of an actual <laughs> you know, distinction where, okay, an Alabama football player is not necessarily going to be considered the same kind of player as a Long Beach State cross-country athlete. What are your thoughts on you know, what the NCAA is doing and you know, where you think that could go? Well, I, I just uh, – I've got so many – worries with my team I can't worry about <laughs> rules three years ago I, I, I just hope I'm here three years from now you know I mean that's <laughs> uh, that's a lifetime for me and and this program so I, I just I feel I, Andy Andy's really well read in it and uh, I'm I mean everybody has super a lot of concerns uh, it's just how until they until they put exactly in writing what it's going to be uh, different than I mean is it uh, but is it just going to be a free-for-all? Uh, I don't think it will be, but if it was, uh, I think that would be, you know, huge concerns for mid-majors because, you know, now all of a sudden, you know, they're, they're, they're saying they're not professionals, but getting a hundred grand uh, for, for the USC tailback to go once a year to the, to the car dealership, you know, to me makes them, you know, a little bit better than our backup point guard getting, uh, room boards books and tuition and yeah. and his likeness getting him maybe a date on a thursday night <laughs> you know i don't know not on halloween well he gets full candy bars yeah, yeah. he does get full candy bars. once a year and that you know <laughs> we might have to tighten that rule up too just like the ncaa yeah. the munsons are going to reevaluate that's especially with learned. all the people you guys have listening to your podcast. I mean, I'm coming to your house next Halloween. This sounds oh, like hey, a great time. Mike Scholl brought his son, Jared Spanger, our 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 um, uh, trainer, brought his kids. I mean, it's a free for all over I'm, there. I'm going to do you the favor of not mentioning to my six year old son that you had full candy bars because he's going to come to every game in the pyramid this year and he's going to run down and duck security and go ask you for a candy bar. <laughs> Uh, October October 31st next year. <laughs> so Saturday, obviously after the season opener at UCLA, we will see you then, Coach. Thanks so much for coming on the show. Hey, thanks as always to have me and uh, appreciate Andy Fee, you know, sponsoring the show and giving out free candy bars to all the <laughs> people listening. So.
we welcome on our next guest, the third-year head coach of the women's basketball program here at Long Beach State, my guy, Jeff Kamen. Welcome to the show. Fellas, fellas, always a pleasure. What's always up, a man? pleasure. You excited? I'm very excited. How are you feeling? I'm feeling great. I mean, after <laughs> listening to Dan, man, it's a tough act to follow there, man. He was loose today. Oh. <laughs> very loose. Dan very gets loose. like five percent looser every year that he's been at Long Beach State. Actually, he's been a, he's been five percent more enjoyable to interview every year that he's been here. So. Listen. <laughs> when you when you spend time with Dan, you know, outside like the public eye, like he's just a different. Mm-hmm. Like, I think most people have a certain perception of him, and right. like, he is he's funny, man, quick witted, yeah, uh, he's super just, dry. Yeah. Yes, for sure. <laughs> Tell my mom, my mom's from Idaho, so she's from that neck of the woods. Oh, she, she's a very similar sense of humor, for knows. sure. Quick and dry. <laughs> yes. So season getting started Tuesday night at Cal Baptist, and then you're taking on Westcliff for that uh, homecoming doubleheader on Saturday. Yes, yes. Uh, I know you got a couple uh, injury updates, but how's practice been going? It's been going good. It's been going good. Uh, we're getting healthy, uh, which is a good thing, and we're starting to get um, some uh, really, really productive reps with uh, you know the the roster. I think we're gonna have um, this year. You know, Shanasia and Kiana, they've kind of been banged up, you know, all summer and spring and fall so they haven't had a chance to really you know work on their game like they would like but um they've been working their butts off you know uh, in the training room and in the weight room just trying to get to where they can you know get on the floor so mm. you know we're, we're excited they've been out there the last two weeks and uh got you know able to get some minutes in the scrimmage and um you know it's good stuff and uh, unfortunately Naomi you know is out this year I think everyone knows that and uh, of course it's a, it's a bummer but um I think we're we're excited for the challenge, you know. Uh, I think a lot of people, you know, uh, you know, they don't have high hopes because Naomi's not on the floor. But uh, I think we're going to surprise some people this year. We have, you know, a, a fair fair amount of young ladies coming back that have played some meaningful basketball. And uh, you know, I, we kept, we, you know, we talk about we're young every year, but I think we're starting to get to the point that we're getting older and young ladies have been in the program mm-hmm. over two two years, three years. And, uh, yeah, we're still young, but we have some game experience. And uh, I think I think we're going to surprise some people this year. Well, you've got some game experience. Also, the talent that's coming in, I feel like, has been a little bit better each year, which yes. when you're, you're starting from where you guys started from is so necessary. You've coached at every level. You're assistant coach here. You're assistant coach in Power 5 schools. Yes. Um, being a head coach here, we talked about the year you took over – which I, I, I was telling you before we started recording, I barely count as a season because when you were hired, I believe there were three players still oh in the program. Is gosh. that right? There were six, but three that could actually get out on the court. Right. So, so he could have fit the whole program in the back of his car. Yeah, like we'll hop in the van right now. Yeah, so go drive around and look for some other players, which I think is pretty much what you had to do. My, my, uh, the number of <laughs> siblings in my family are more than the, the right. young ladies. <laughs> so we talked at that time. We said, well, if you're, I mean, almost literally starting from scratch at a mid-major you know there's the strengths you've got a great building here the school is great obviously um but we talked about all the different things that had to go right you you're like we have to get good players in and we have to because you started so late in the cycle we have to find players that other people overlooked which means you're not looking through you're not walking into target at 9 a.m when the doors open (laughs) right and then you need those players to stay and then you need them to be healthy and you need to do all that like 
I mean, basically what happened for Jody, you got to do all that four years in a row. Yes. And then you get that NCAA right, right. So when you have an injury like what happened to Naomi where she's going to be gone for the year, I mean, is it hard not to feel – I don't want to say discouraged. Is it hard not to take that kind of personally like – like that, it's it's hard to overcome stuff like that when you're trying to build, right? You know what? It, it, it is. You know, the way I look at it is is as a, ch- a challenge. Like when you've been in this this basketball culture, whether it's the men's side or where you're used, you know that any of these things can happen. Various things can happen, and you try to prepare yourself by developing, you know, your roster. You want to recruit players that um, are good enough, right? And then ones that can develop. And hopefully turn into really good players, you know. And it's it's not easy, you know. I think the initial reaction, out of, obviously, you're like, oh shoot, you know. But then, you know, we teach our young ladies, hey, that's the challenge, and that's part of it, you know. That's why we prepare every day, you know, to uh, be able to combat things like this. You get in foul trouble, you know. Um, there's so many things that can go on within a, a team, within a season that, you know, we try to prepare. And again, early on, like you're, like we were talking about, it's tough, right? Because you're still building. Even if you right. have Naomi, you're still... You're still in yeah, the building process. Building yeah, process. Sure. And we're not where we, we we're going to be and where we want to be, mm-hmm. but... We're we're going in the right direction, you know. You guys have one of those players that we were talking about that you guys found, you guys gave a shot to when you know she wasn't getting looks, even though you and I both agreed from I think the first time I saw her, she's a she's a power five level player in in Shanaja Davison. Yes, she had. It actually reminded me very very much of Dan's group, the Fab Four that came in in his first year, where. The freshman year, everyone's looking at her like, wow, yes. this is a player. And then her sophomore year, she came out and, oh, guess what? USC has a whole game plan for you now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. They have a whole yes. year of film. They have players who said, oh, she dropped blank number of points last year. We're going to come and, and go go after her. The third year is always, to me, with a player like that, What that's where you really see it. right? Yes. So where do you think her mentality is at in terms of, okay, I can either be the player that gets game planned for and gets frustrated or angry about it, or I can start to take that next step and overcome this. Where do you think she's at right now? Yes, it's always the the, the mentality, right? You know, and that's – you talk about the physical. Shanasia has the physical ability, but now do you have the mindset? You know, do you have the understanding? And I think for Shanasia, it's just playing with purpose. You know, she's <laughs> – She's just so used to going out there and just playing, you know, and there's no she, she, thought. She, she's hooping. Yes. yes for sure. Yes. yes. There's no rhyme or reason. <laughs> right. And she's been it. That's been her habit. So now how do I do this within, you know, a team, you know, the confinements of a team. And then at a level where there's young ladies just as good as me, right. especially when you're playing against, we're playing against power fives right now. You guys and have when, Oregon coming to the pyramid. Yes. On Oregon December number 14th. one in the country, right. you know, and. <laughs> Um, we do that because ultimately the vision is for us to be one of the best mid-majors in the country. And we can't do that if we don't show our young ladies what it's like to play against the best. I mean, Gonzaga every year, they're women. They go play Stanford, they almost beat them. Right. You know, their talent level is not the same, mm-hmm. but their, their culture, you know, and, and they do have talent, but their culture is such that they believe mentally that they can and then they execute at that level. So I think for Shanasia, just understanding how, you know, to manipulate the game with her mind. 
you know, because she could do whatever she wants on the basketball floor. Mm -hmm. And I thought she took great strides on the defensive end where yeah. her first year, I mean, right. she was playing a one-man zone, you yeah. know, and, and <laughs> she <laughs> – but the kid wants it. Mm -hmm. You know, she's our, one of our toughest kids as far as she's going to compete. It doesn't matter who we play against. Now it's understanding how to use your mind. Without overthinking it, how can I manipulate this This game? is the year to put it all together. Yes, right. and, and she will. You know, being out, I think it hurts her a little bit just because she didn't get the reps – with the skill stuff, but she was able to watch. You know, we watched a lot of film. We talked the game, had a lot of dialogue. And I, I think year three, you're going to see uh, her because uh, that sophomore slump, you know, you talk about it where yeah, it's, yeah. it's, but that as well, a, and, and it's just the Fab Four went through the same yeah. thing, right? Like we were sitting in this, in the, on the same kind Injuries of podcast. Injuries also had a big yeah. part to but, do but that. We're talking, oh, to, we're talking yeah. to Dan Munson about, you know, like a Eugene Phelps who his freshman year, he goes, I'm going to be a lottery pick. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, seriously. And then the second year, it. you go to Notre Dame and the guy that you're supposed to be <laughs> responsible for has 28 rebounds or whatever yes. it was. And you go, Oh, okay. And then you have to – it's exactly what you said. It's the mentality. He has yes. the same body as he had. Yes. He, it's how do you deal with that and come back from it and become the best player you can be. And as as happened with Gene, has obviously gone on to a nice professional yeah. career. Yeah. But Shanasia, for my money, I've been covering the women's basketball team for 12 years or something now. Uh, one of the players who's most worth the price of admission that I've been around, uh, preseason all-conference, one of the top five players in the conference – could absolutely be a league player of the year. Yeah. I mean, has that has that level of talent and, yeah. and very much worth coming to see. And the preparation is very important. I think for Shanae, she's just coming to practice and you know just kind of doing the the bare minimum in a sense where she she works hard. But I think she's starting to see how mm -hmm. preparation. How much more she can oh my right. gosh! How you yeah. if you just do a, did a little bit more to improve your habits every day. How much that will pay off in the long run. You mentioned the culture and in the locker room. What type of personality does this team have? Uh, I was talking to Jordan Roberts at practice the other day, and he said that this group, their group, is kind of goofy. Like yes. they, they joke around a lot, which hasn't been the case for that team. Right, right. So, what, what's the personality of your group? You know, they're they're very close. You know, and uh, you've never not had every team you've been around here has been goofy, right? Yeah, oh man, they're, they're, oh my god, a little too, too goofy at times. You know, it's the it's trying to find a balance of. You know, when to truly focus and right. make sure you're prepared for and then just having a good time and enjoying one another. The, the camaraderie and the chemistry is very important. You know, when we tell our young ladies, you don't have to be best friends on or off the floor. It's almost unrealistic, you know, but the respect level mm -hmm. and um, the love, you know, is, is important. That's our culture. You know, we're a family. And we just don't want to say it when we get in the middle of the huddle and everyone says right. that. No, you know, we have to have each other's backs. You know, we say, you go, we go. That's our saying and our motto. You know, we have each other's backs no matter what. And it, it's good. They have a good time. They dance together. We went to Knott's Berry Forum and, you know, uh, on uh, Not Scary Forum. Nice. And we had a great time together. Who was the most afraid of Not Scary Forum? Oh, all, I, I would say out of the – It was a tie, the, the, one Oh, my gosh. We went through <laughs> one of the mazes, and they're all huddled up, and they're screaming <laughs> and clowns, and they're running – I mean, I, I didn't know they were, so, you know, so scary, you know. <laughs> I had some coaches didn't want to get on rides, man. I had to get on them. Like, come on now. <laughs> Is it Kevin? Kevin actually got on okay, one. Right, Coach okay. B and LD, surprisingly, were – they they have the motion sickness. And, okay. You know I'm looking back. Where's everybody? It's like five people in line. I'm like, come on, guys. We gotta we gotta set the precedent. We gotta set the tone here. <laughs> but it was fun. But we we have dinners together. I mean, we could, you know, just you know go to a community service mm -hmm. or 
uh, uh, athletic depart uh, department event, and we can find a way to have fun. You know what I mean? It's just that type of group. And um, but again, we, we, I want to challenge them to hold each other accountable. And it's not always hunky dory. You know, that's not how you're, you you become great. You got to challenge each other to get the most out of one another and empower one another. But make sure that hey, these are standards, and sometimes you got to get on them in right. a respectful way. But it's not going to be in a hey guys, no, mm-hmm. hey you need to go harder. You know, or you make sure you're going to class and make sure. There has to be a certain level of, of, of urgency with that accountability because sometimes you could be so close, but then you're worried about the friendship more than being a good teammate. You know, we want to be good friends, but we want to be great teammates as well. All right. Well, you guys are opening up the day this podcast drops at Cal Baptist, Tuesday, November 5th. You'll be home against Westcliff as part of that homecoming doubleheader on Saturday. And for those who are looking ahead, Oregon in the pyramid on December 14th. I would yes. guess that would be one you'd want to get tickets for ahead yes. of time. Yes. Number one team in the country coming to Long Beach. I'm fired up for that. It'd be fun. But coach, thanks for joining us. I know us. what you guys are thinking. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to bring Andy back on. Thanks again to the coaches for coming on. Both of them having fun today. That was, yeah. a, that was a fun pod with those two. It was a loose Monday. That's what we call it. We needed. We, <laughs> yeah. They needed one. Everyone, yeah. Everyone's ready for the season, but it's that like that calm before the storm where it's like everyone's like no one's wearing the suit yet. You know what I mean? Yeah. But the suit's picked out. <laughs> Definitely, they know what they're gonna be wearing. Uh, every every other week we do our food recommendations. Andy, you got one for LB Nation? This I week. do, I do, and uh, it is going to be homemade holiday cookies. Yes. And I'm. We gonna, talked about this last year. I'm a I, cookie I, guy. I am a cookie guy, and uh, my mother-in-law <laughs> Anne is um, an exceptional baker, and she baked. Uh, a whole bunch of treats for Halloween, which I brought in and, and literally walked around the athletic department handing them out. And, nice. And Ann was worried that I had brought too many <laughs> and that, you know, if, if we could freeze the, those that were left over. And I said, Ann, they will be gone in, you know, 10 minutes or less. And they literally were gone in 10 minutes or less. So, you know, we are formally kicking off the holiday cookie season for Andy Fee. That's oh incredible. My God. So you're like, uh, you're like me with how, with Christmas music. It's like November yes. 1st. It's officially Christmas season. It's on for holiday cookies. <laughs> Mike, you got one? Uh, yes. Chili. Just generally. I know nice. it still feels like it's the middle of summer outside, but if you, if it's like eight o'clock at night, you can justify eating chili if it's and getting dark, that it's, yeah, a it's darker. Yeah, if it's getting dark at five thirty, yeah. then that's chilly time. Right. Yeah, I agree. I agree. <laughs> uh, mine's also simple: sushi. I don't know oh, why I hadn't yeah. had it in a while, but I had it the other day, and it was amazing. There so, you go. Yeah, a good nice. healthy snack nice, as well. Nice, nice, nice. Uh, so, food recommendations. If you guys have one, let us know. We want you to be involved in this show, interacting with the show. We're obviously going to have the coverage of those basketball games on Saturday at the five six two dot org. So, for Andy, producer Roger, thank you guys so much. We'll see you in two weeks, and we'll see you this weekend in the stands. Long Beach, take care.